Guys, before the show starts, I want to say something before we start. Um, this podcast is with my parents. It is their 10th year anniversary, and uh, I decided that having them on a podcast to chat and have fun was awesome. I am going to warn you, though, the audio in this episode is different. Uh, something happened with the audio, but if you listen in and try to avoid just criti- like the audio mishaps, it's actually a really loaded episode, and we had a lot of fun filming this one. So, again, sorry about the audio issues, but enjoy this episode. All right, to the show. Welcome back, guys, to Trenton Chapel Live. The only show that's not live, but we had the title, so it's fine. I'm here. It's a very special episode. We have my parents making their first comeback since a YouTube video we aired years ago when we opened up my channel. We haven't had them together in a while here on my stuff. We have Summer Chapel and Rick Chapel. Go ahead and introduce you guys yourselves. Hey! Hello. Okay. Uh, so, real quick, I want to introduce something. Me and my mom are starting our own podcast. We, we were supposed to air it Mother's Day, but... Uh, I was tired. Yeah, that's the excuse all the time. We're working on an episode. She's not really good at planning one yet. Hey, I am busy working, moving. Moving my office. I mean, I'm filming a documentary right now, so... Which, by the way, the Harris Law Firm will be moving... 4255 Brian Irvin Road. Call us if you need us. What do, what do you guys do over there? On, on Family law, divorce, child custody, child support, CPS, adoptions, wills. Just can't get my uh, my birthday changed yet still, huh? I just need to mail something <laughs> to Austin. Let's get it done. Because uh, I, I want to tell that story because a bunch of people get confused when they ask me, when's your birthday? And I said, well, it's the 4th, but by law it's the 5th. And the best person that can explain it is the person who gave birth to me. So it's what? It's the 4th. It's the 4th. But what time was I born at? 11.57 p.m. So I can see the confusion. I can't, but it's not my, it's, I'm not the 5th. No, the hospital made a typo, and everything in their document says the 4th as well. Yeah. Uh, so Rick, what about you? What do you do? I am an account manager at a security company. Nice. What kind of, like, so you... I am over, uh, security guards and control the businesses where they're at. I have businesses from... Fort Worth to Midland to Denton and South. So all of North... Um, Alright, very interesting. And uh, another thing I want to talk about real quick, there's also a segment that we're going to bring up, it's about the adoption. Because one of my favorite things about our family is when I tell them, oh yeah, there's my dad Rick. And they go, why do you call your dad by his first name? And I go, oh, I'm adopted. And they go, they go you're adopted but you look like your mom. And I go, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, we got mixed up somehow in the adoption agency. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so the story is, uh, birthed she birthed me, I and didn't birth you. yeah, but uh, I had a sperm donor. yeah, 
but Ron was, it was eight when I was eighteen, and we got it fully done. Yep. Eighteen years old, where I officially became a chapel. Well, you actually officially we got your last name changed. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, in the family officially. I was still out. I was just the stepchild. The same last name. The same last name. Oh, the special guest Eva's here. Yeah. If you rub her right here, underneath her ear, that's her tickle spot. I just. She won't, though. Yeah. But it's funny because when I tell people, yeah, that's Rick, my dad, and they go, well, you used to call your mom, mom. I go, well, you know, stepdad stuff still. And I want is it, I want to ask you a quick question live on the air. Would it be weird if I immediately just said, "What's up, Dad?" No. No. Because I feel like I've been calling you Rick for so long, almost eleven, eleven years. I mean, like, because you you call him Steve. Yeah, but I call like my dad. Because I call Rick my dad. Like, oh, that's my dad, and I call Jackson Garrett my brothers. But like I, it's like it'd be weird to just on just transition in. I've always felt that way. But you're still my dad. Mm-hmm. It just oh, it's Rick. You know, it'd be weird if I called you Summer because I called you Mom my entire life. What's up, Summer? Eight. Eight. Pretty interesting. So tomorrow. So as of recording this. Tomorrow is uh, your guys' 10th year anniversary. Congratulations. 10 years. Congratulate him and he's lived. It's been touch and go. <laughs> How have you been feeling with the 10 years? Because like, this is your longest one, right? You make it sound like I've been married a thousand times. She hasn't. She's been married once. Uh, yeah. She's been married once, but that one didn't go well. So this is your this is your longest. It is longest marriage. I don't know about dating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Longest, what about you, Rick? Marriage wise, because you've been married twice. Nope. No, this is uh, yeah. this is not the longest. Nope. How long was the other one? Never uh, outdating. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Thirty other like twenty. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Wow. So, Basically thirty. Thirty. What are you talking about? Y'all were together for ten years. Or how does that? How does that years, jump? Plus ten years now. What's that mean? You're. He's not married to her. Thirty years. Oh, I see what you're saying. You've been. You've been married, like not to the same person. Like you've been married a total of ten, twenty, thirty years. Whatever. Like not to the same person. Had a relationship. Had a relationship for thirty years. For thirty years. Yes. Yes. That's gross. Since I was eighteen. Wow. So let's talk about your teen years. <laughs> let's do. Uh, I want to know about my mom because uh, she had me when I was what? When you were twenty, twenty-one. Correct. 21. What kind of person were you in, like, high school? Were you, uh... I don't see you as much of the preppy girl. You you don't look like that. Do you hear her? Everybody. For the most part. This is my... 
Uh, the dog is in here because my mom has to be with the dog. The dog has to be with me. Yeah. It's just... Explain that. Why? Why? It's just... She's my soulmate. She's my best friend. And she's been with me all day. Yeah. We have a very strong bond, and she's used to being with me every day and going to work with me. And she goes everywhere with me. And so she's been away from me all day. She's a little blessed. Yeah. It's funny because uh, each of our animals, the dog's connected to you, Reagan's more connected to Rick, and Eva's connected to me. Nope. It's like that golden compass. <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Mom? Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm going to explain it. It's basically a movie where like half of their soul is in an animal, and it's basically like their spirit, spirit animal. So I lose my spirit animal. Apparently you got a massive German Shepherd and me and Rick got little cats. Well, you're... Don't say it. <laughs> yeah, my little cat is a monster. He is. Mine's just a freaking princess. That's... Look at her. <laughs> She's going to learn herself. Like, looking at us like, why are y'all talking about you assholes? <laughs> so, uh, what kind of person were you in high school? Mom. And then we'll get to Rick. Um, that's kind of a iffy kind of question. I mean, it's your 10-year anniversary. It's learn about, it's to learn more about you guys. I was in trouble. You were a troublemaker. Yeah. Like, you, would you say that me and you are, were very different? Very. In our, on the age? Very. Like, I'm, ni- I'm 19, At so... 19. You were... Partying? No. I was working at... I don't know. That's when I met... Yeah. Like we you know I'm the kind of guy that stays out of trouble. I was, li- I was living in Salt Lake at nineteen. Okay. And came back roughly around before turning t- I think before turning 20, I don't remember too much, but around 19 is when I moved back from Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And so, what was your, like, what was, like, one, like, personality trait that you would put yourself in one word? Were you, like, the funny person? Could you, besides Troublemaker, were you, like, the funny person everybody wanted to be around, or were you, like, the asshole person that no one wanted to be around? On a I scale of like 1 funny. to 10... I wasn't, like, funny, but people want to be around me. I have a lot of friends. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10... Like, I hung out with Kayla all the time. Yeah. Mike. Adam. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christy. Mm-hmm. You know, my Albertsons crew. That's who I was with. Yeah. So you were well-known. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like me and you share... Because our family, your, your side of the family, we're all vocal people, you know. the people. Everybody knows us. Like, uh, I went to the grocery store with my grand Minnie, or my grandmother, your mom, and it was supposed to be, we were just getting, like, food for dinner, and we didn't leave for three hours, because every person that walked in knew her. Was running to Beth? <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not run into Beth. But no, like, every person, like, knew her, and it's the same way with you. 
because you like sitting here going, "Oh yeah, Cheryl is on the phone," and we're like, "Who? You know Cheryl? You knew her when like you were a baby." I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't remember people when I was a baby. My eyes were barely open. Now let's get on to the let's get on to the man in here. Rick, what kind of person were you in like my age? A dork. No. Um, what was I? As far as what? That's um, a dork. A band nerd. You were you were a band I kid. I was not a nerd in any sense of the word. Shall we pull out the yearbook and look at that? I mean, you want me to pull out the yearbook for you? I don't have a yearbook. I mean, we could find I'm pictures. Not in any yearbook. We could find some pictures uh, of you. I'm not in yearbook. You look kind of dorkish too. I got, I got along with everybody. I didn't. Uh... Were you the troublemaker? No. He's too scared. Wasn't the troublemaker. Um, no, wasn't troublemaker. I sure you weren't. He was a mama's boy. No. Oh please! You were too. I mean, we did have this. We did have an argument a while ago that all boys born are mama boys, and all girls are daddy's little girl. It it, it is. And I'm then, a mama's girl. I mean, See, it was really, I really it, not so much because of the way my parents worked. Yeah. I didn't have a whole heck of a lot of interaction. Um. You know, there were some when, at, at nights, but, you know, they'd always go to bed early and, and leave early, so, I mean, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot. Now, my house was the hangout house. Mm-hmm. Everybody come over to my house and... Kind of like what mine is. Yeah, everybody, I mean, everybody knew my parents, my parents knew all my friends, um, everybody, that's my, my house was the okay, hangout house. Okay, this is a podcast, not a classroom. We have a Wii? Yeah, we've had a Wii. Do we have Wii Sports? Yeah. I, we're here, so, sorry. <laughs> Speaking of Wii Sports, you know how long it took me to find that game? I would go on to, like, Amazon Marketplace just to find it. And people priced that game so high. Like, $30. I want a bowl. I, I have it. And, because I used to work at a store that sold video games. And I, that's my next episode. We're going to be talking about some of the reviews on there. Because it's interesting. And they sold that game for 40 Dollars, and I was like, "That's ridiculous." Until one day, I went to Goodwill. Yeah. I went to Goodwill and got it for a dollar. Nice. But yeah, we found a Wii. I thought I got rid of the Wii. You did. This is this is a uh, Joseph's. Mm. I went in there and took it. I also have Super Mario Brothers. I need Tetris. I'm. I want. I'm trying to get you Tetris. But Anyways, back to back, back to Rick. Continue on. You were the hangout guy. You're you're pretty much, in a word, like the the crew leader crew guy. Like how I am. Yeah, everybody come to my house. My parents. I said my parents knew all of them. Um, when I was a freshman, I hung out with seniors, sophomore, junior. I hung. I did that too in high Steve, school. Eric and Jeff. Um, Shout out to them, good guy, good guys. I'm friends with them too. And uh, me and Jeff did a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, all right, hold on, mom. What are you doing? I'm trying to figure out where all these movies came from. I most of them came from when I worked at that one place, and then I inherited some. Stephanie gave me some, and then when we got those like secret mystery boxes. 
You remember those? Yeah, but I yeah. yeah, I would open those up, and that's where most of them are. The ones I liked, I kept. See, when you get older, you don't really hang out or talk to people you did in high school. I don't talk to anybody in high school right I now. I still talk to Jeff and Brandon, and those are probably the ones that's left I talk with in school. Like, because um, the main people I talk to nowadays is, like, Alex... You guys know Alex, mm-hmm. Hunter, Grant, and that's pretty much it from my high school. N- neither of them, oh. and also Jeff and some of my good friends. My Jeff, I'll probably talk to. I still talk to him several times a week. You know, it's. Uh... Can we please discuss why you have Veggie Tales? Okay, well, it's not just the Veggie Tales like the regular one. It was one of my favorites from my childhood. It was Larry Boy, and it's the complete series. Uh. And then the other one's the Western one, which is the one I would always play at minis. Yeah. So uh, it's mainly just for nostalgia. That's why I mainly get some things for nostalgia purposes. Mm. So anyways, Mom. Yeah. In this ten years of being married to Rick, how have you changed? Because I have a lot. And I want to hear your answer. Wow. Yeah, it's a loaded question, huh? Yeah. That's what Trin Chapel is all about. Trin Chapel Live. He's the Barbara Walters of the podcast. Oh, real? I, I had Zoltan Ishvan on my show, and my approval rating has gone up. Yeah, well, people <laughs> don't really want to know how summer's changed in 10 years. You, yeah, they do. Why would... I mean, there's so many things. That that would be more entertaining. In the time, because before we met Rick, it was just me and you. You know? The days that we were struggling, living in a shithole apartment. That was not a shithole And you worked three... It was a very nice apartment. But you were working three jobs to pay it off, put food on the table, and take care of me. So yes, the days. I've been done all of that without Lilo. Yes. Shout out. Shout out to Chandra. Lilo! Um, but you've changed, you've become more independent. I'm very independent. Um, not, I mean, you've always been independent. There's a lot of other factors that yeah. have made me the way I am, not just... Not because you're married. It's just, I mean, I highly doubt if it wasn't for you being married to Rick, you wouldn't have found your place, which is working in a law firm. I feel like you would still be working three jobs and... And then also how how you changed also changed me. I wouldn't be doing all this stuff. I would probably be a loser. No, you yeah, I would. No, you I mean, you're talking to a guy who didn't have a father figure for half his life almost right now. You would have, you, you would have followed in your biological father's footsteps. I probably would have. Yeah. I would have been because ass. you wouldn't have been around so much. Because you're working. Because you were working. You were. I because I remember. Now I'm all aware. Because Chandra was mainly her. home. Because Chandra was. She was my spouse. <laughs> and like I would go over to Minnie's and hang out there because like, they picked me up from school because you were working. And I've always said this. I mean, because I tell you this all the time, and and the kind of world we live in, and I've always respected you. 
you're always you're my role model. Damn straight. Yeah, and I've always said like, because the, we live in a world where you know women aren't treated the same as men, and I've always said that the people who hate the men who hate women don't love their mothers. I've always said that. And I've been told I've been told countless times I'm a woman hater, and I go, no, I'm not. I love my mom. <laughs> You're not a woman hater. I'm not. I depend on a woman, so. Yeah. Yeah, more than people know. <laughs> but no, um, but there's one thing that people don't know is uh, when I first started my career of this podcasting of film, you weren't very supportive. I you didn't care about it. You don't. You didn't care about it. You didn't like it. You didn't, you wanted me to be a lawyer or a doctor. I couldn't do it. But Rick, on the other hand, has always been supportive of all the stuff I've done. In fact, when I told him that I want to start a podcast, he goes, "Go ahead." We all have more in common. We do, and it's weird because he's not my real dad. You would have never guessed it. And uh, when I told when I told you guys that I wanted to go into film, you you were. You didn't really care. I remember that. You didn't really show interest. You still don't show interest as much. Until until I took you out in the field one day. One week, actually. Because Rick was mainly the one asking all the questions about it. And all that. You could agree. Rick? Here's the thing. I don't care about his interests. Yeah. You don't care about my interests. I mean, that's how we roll. I don't care. I really don't care about yours. I know it's horrible to say. It is. But we don't always all have to have the same stuff in common. We don't. Opposites attract. Right. Paul Abdul said that. Opposites oh, attract. You know. Anyways. Okay. One thing that she's not good at is singing. No. <laughs> but uh, until I believe I changed your mind when I took when I decided that my senior graduation gift was to go to Jefferson, Texas. And No, but no, 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 no. I'm not the graveyard we had fun. But the what I'm talking about right now is when we went, you really didn't show interest before, but then you told me at the end of the trip that this was the most fun you've ever had. And it was just because we filmed this documentary. And I honestly think that was like the best moment of my life. Because that was something that us three got to do, and it was something that me and you got to do. When me and you jumped the fence, jumped, we're like, went well, through. Like we <laughs> <of me. laughs> like, went through into a graveyard in the middle of the night to investigate ghosts. And to. We went out and investigated and had fun. That was the most fun I've ever had in my life with you. That was fun. I was with my gun. gun. Yeah. <laughs> As we sat at her grave and she died from gun, I'm like, oh, maybe that's yeah. going to be an issue. But, Rick, I want to talk about Jefferson real quick. Okay. Yeah. We have food in the oven, so she's going to step away real quick, so we're going to talk to Rick. So That I'll... I slaved over all day long. Actually, no. I got it from Bonnell's, and if you have not eaten at Bonnell's, you're missing out. Some fine dining. Not sponsored. I'm not getting paid to say that, so. <laughs> so, Rick, when we went to Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, you're writing a book right now. Yep. It's gonna be haunt- the hauntings of Jefferson, Texas, the book, from a skeptic to a believer. Yep. Uh, what was cool about it was that me and you mainly had the most experience. 
<laughs> Y'all didn't have it until we went to the uh, old, Ex- on the old mill. The old mill. And that's part three in the documentary series. And what was so cool about this is that Rick here was a skeptic. <laughs> I didn't believe any of that ghost crap. You see stuff on TV and... Well, the and, things on TV are all uh, all fake. Yeah, maybe. That's maybe, why maybe, I wanted to go. I don't know if it... And, man, <laughs> as soon as we got there... Like the old mill or no, just the town? No, As soon as we got there in the con hotel. The con hotel. In our room. We didn't film this part. No, but it'll be in the book. Yeah. The little boy knocking on the wall. Yep. <laughs> and then we would tell him to stop, and he would stop. And then going to the... Um, Excelsior. Excelsior, the experiences there. We won't even go into the Thursday night. And that'll be in the book. I ain't going to talk about that now. We'll which, one, which one was Thursday night? Uh, when we stayed there in the room. The oh. Excelsior. <laughs> because that's when I had my experience, yeah, and I t- and I Facebooked about it. We not didn't doing film that. It. Originally, um, we originally we were going to film the whole night at the Excelsior, but you guys didn't want to. Oh, it wasn't me. I wanted to sleep with the lights on. And <laughs> no. I had my own experience, but I want to hear about the experience we had with you because what's weird was prior before staying in the Excelsior, we w- investigated it first, like mm-hmm. two days. That in, was Monday night. We went Monday night. We went to the Excelsior and we investigated. And where you had your first encounter, like, because we left you alone. You walked in, and we was talking to the lady at the the front. And then just back straight from that is a little room that leads, that opens up into the dining room. And then one area of it goes into the kitchen. It's just a small room. They have gifts. Little oh, that little, like, tables and stuff, yeah. And I went, me and you went in, because you were a cameraman. I went in first, and I stayed in there, and then I told you, I said, come here. He's like, what? I said, there's something here. Yeah. And you came in, and you looked, and the hair was standing up on my arms. Because when I walked in, I felt something was there, too. Like, no, 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 no. My mom's sitting over here <laughs> doubting everything. My mom didn't have experience. Nope. And, um, and mainly because I don't think she was really all into it. It wasn't that. It was just more or less like, I don't... Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, but not like... I don't believe in evil ghosts. I mean, I... Okay, this is what I've always said, because I told this to Father Tom when he was on my podcast. I remember. Um, I believe in ghosts, and if you believe in ghosts, you have to believe in evil ghosts. And I believe in that there's... There has to be good and evil where there's no there's um, no like there's no what's the universal word? yeah there's it's there's ever since Amity opened that ate open the Pandora's box that's the wrong story there evil there has to be good you have to have one but you have to have both you can't just have one yeah you can't and when I was talking to Father Tom and I told him do you believe in ghosts he goes I believe because I believe he said he does and because if you believe in ghosts you have to believe in the evil side of it and I do because if you believe in angels you have to believe in demons I mean it's like saying I believe in God but not the devil or I believe in the devil but not God I mean it's they intertwine wasn't there wasn't any evil spirits in the old mill I didn't feel evil I mean when we went to the old mill I felt you want to go in there would have felt that would be in the book because uh I don't want to talk about it too much because I want it for your book. But uh, when we went to the old mill, 
immediately. We walked in, we were just talking, and all of a sudden we see a tag. No. <coughs> the little girl saw the tag. The little girl, yeah. She's, she's in the documentary. She's standing next to somewhere and she's pointing, she goes, look. And that little girl, I'm so, telling you right now, that little girl freaked me out. She's like, look. Because she I'm caught everything. What? And she's looking, she goes, the tag. And then we looked over there. <laughs> There's that one tag. This is the one. And nothing else is moving. And then she opens the door to the back. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm getting it too. We opened the door to the back. What was the thing we heard when we opened the door to the back? The whistle. That was so loud. And it was like them telling, come on in. It was so loud. And what was weird about the old mill was I didn't feel like there was something evil there. But when we went to the Excelsior, I felt evil. That's why I didn't like it. I just like, that's why I'm not going back there. Just wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to detail it all. Uh, try to get finished this weekend. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, uh, it's... There's no doubt. No doubt. What have you been writing this book? It's in my head. It's going to take a long time to put out. I mean, he, he's going to write this book before he writes the sequel to The Prophecy of the Two. There's no doubt. There's such things that goes. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And I love that because no my attention... So the reason why I do documentaries is I say it all the time is to do something new. Ghost hunting. I'd never been ghost hunting so we went for the first time. Uh, Inside the Musical World. I've never officially made a song, so I did it. This upcoming one that we're filming right now, I've never gone survival camping quotations around there. We're doing we'll it. We'll see if he survives. He's going to be like Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> These mushrooms look good. <laughs> no! But, like, we, there's reasons to be behind my, my documentaries. And it was so glad that I got to experience one with you guys, especially one I think highly of was with my Jefferson series. And it was with you guys. It was awesome. So, and now we're working on another ghost hunting one that's going to be filmed this summer, too. We're going to Denton, Texas. I ain't doing that one. You're, uh, no, this is with my college friends. Yeah, I'm not so now it's going to be more entertaining. <laughs> I'm not no. <laughs> and, uh... I have a nail appointment. I have, I have completed any ghost thing that I ever want to do. Well, actually, there is one more that we're going to go do. Which one's that? That one's in Fort Worth. Where? The hotel. Um, you know about it. In this stalker? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that's the next one that you guys are going. Stay there? We're actually going to. When you say I stayed there, you went to bed and left. What we're doing is we're investigating it. I'm talking to the people where they allow us to go into the basement because Brooke Todd told me about that place. He wants me to go there next. And so he goes, make sure they ask, make sure you ask to go in the basement. That's where, like, a guy killed himself, so. My new office, a guy killed himself. That's fun. <laughs> Actually, the Trey's office, the one we've been fighting over. You want the one with the guy who hanged himself? Or killed himself? I mean, this is a bigger office. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, Mom, tell me about this new podcast that we're planning that... Mama got drama? That will probably never happen. It is going to happen. I've got it in plan. In fact, my new office is going to have a podcast studio. Which is what I'm in charge of. And I've given you permission to use my room, my girl room, slash office. And Which we'll be turning into shortly once we get the couch fixed and stuff. Yes. And then I'm also going to be using your guys' company card to buy equipment. At your office. Yeah, that one we might have discussed. Anyways, 
But basically, it's just going to be a time to sit here and rant mm -hmm. and bitch about random things or discuss random things. And This is something that we've been working on for a while. It's been like three months in the work. Um, I got a lot of things on my mind that I want to... Because she needs my help, and it's going to be a, a, a TCL original. It's all going to be on my website when it eventually launches. I didn't really have a choice. I mean, you know, you use my equipment, so it's my my show. I and mean, I could just do Facebook Lives, but yeah, those aren't as fun. Those aren't as fun. Uh, because you can't get on Spotify or Apple or anything. You're just on Facebook. Well, then I have to do my makeup and all that. And... Yeah. But our goal is to eventually start filming it and posting it to a channel or something, I, we're working it out. Um, I'm very excited about that. The first episode is just going to be us on there. It's all her show. I'm just going to be there in the background. I think he thinks it's going to be his show. I mean, I own the show. Him. It's not about me. I have this one. This one's thriving right now. But I'm the one that's probably going to get... You will get the most guests. I'll get guests on there. I just basically want an outlet because of what I deal with and all that and certain kind of things and having to have it all like balled up and I just want an outlet to be able to voice my opinions and let others voice their opinions and just talk about random stuff, important stuff and you know, no judgment, no anything that it, it's what's on your mind, it's mm -hmm. what we're thinking about, it's things we're going through and being able to use our voices on that and there's a lot of things that I'm an advocate for that I want to you know bring into it and I think that it will be something everybody can enjoy I will tell you now there will probably be some explicit which it will be. I'm, I'm working around it to make it an explosive show, 18 plus, um, which will be my first ever show. That's actually that. There's a but there's a lot of stuff. That, there's a lot of stuff that people go through yep. that you can't just sit here and censor, and you have to use. People don't always believe it, but yeah. sometimes the only way you can describe it is by cussing it out or something like that. That's what that. ranting's all about, you know. And I like to rant. Yes, she does. And I'm excited for having my own outlet to be able to do that. And what's great is that this can lead into our transition for day sponsor, Anchor.fm. Take it away, Trenton. And we're back. Wow. What a great sponsor, right, guys? Anchor. Woo! They host. Do you guys know what Anchor is? Yes. 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 It hosts podcasts, which is what I'm ho using to host yours, which is awesome. I'm very excited for that. And uh, I've always told people, and what's great about it is I always tell, because my friend wants to start a podcast, and he's telling me, like, why should I? And I always said, well, it's you voice your own opinion. And we're about to get into something serious. Because recently, as you guys may know, I left social media. Yeah. Well, let me get into it, reason why. Because um. some people know. I left it because of anxiety and stress, and it just, it's just it's a toxic world out there, yep. and I left for a reason, uh, 
I I'm still on the app. Like I'm still there. I'm just checking on family. But uh, I left because, and I'll get into it right now instead of your podcast because it's way overdue now. And uh, I left social media because of stress and anxiety and to focus on my art, which is filming and podcasting. And what sucks is that my mom also suffers from anxiety and a little bit of stress. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. And I feel like you can understand where I'm coming from from this. It might not sound like a big deal of leaving social media, but it is. Social media takes up your life. Social media I mean, makes my anxiety go to the Scientifically room. proven that social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that, causes stress and anxiety mm-hmm. more than... And then when people get off of it, their stress level reduces, anxiety reduces, any medication they're on, a lot of time goes away because they're not having the same uh, the, the, the health issues. It's a big thing. Yeah. When did you get your doctor's degree? It's called research. Yeah. And it might not sound like a big deal of me leading social media, but I got into the toxic world of it. Uh, I became very political. I was running for mayor of Arlington. I was. Mayor, governor, president. Okay, president. Okay, I'm not. Of. I'm not in the range, age range for governor and president, but I am for mayor in te- of Texas, and I was running, and it got to the point where my family was stressing out about it, and I left for them. I feel like I could have won. No. Yes. No. <laughs> but I got into that toxic world, uh, and that's the re- main reason why I left Facebook. I left Twitter. I left Twitter because of a. Uh, it was just, I'm getting tired of the world, because po- politics take up, takes over everything. Yeah, it does. That's why you can't watch Fox News or CNN all the time. You can't. You can't do it. It causes too much stress. It causes you grief. It's not. You get mad. You get angry. I would it, cuss at the radio, because I have that XM or Sirius. Sirius yeah. That's a whole other thing. The media is all a bunch of crap. And I would all listen to lines. Fox News on the way to work, on the way home, or whenever I was in the car. And I'd, tell, and and I'd, I'd scream and yell, cuss at Oh, yeah, no. You can't trust Fox, you can't trust CNN, you definitely can't trust NBC, ABC, or CBS. Which my new office, has, I have a TV in my office, and we're getting, you know, like Apple TV and all that in there, and like I found myself saying, I just need Fox News. And it literally would be on my TV 24-7, I was like, wait a minute, no, I don't need Fox News, and I don't want to watch that. And that's all I was on there, on Twitter and Facebook, it was all political stuff. And the reason why I left Instagram was because... Instagram is a very toxic place for body shaming and mm-hmm. sexual harassment. I mean, like, go look at a post of any model, and instantly you'll see a bunch of comments of these douchebags saying these graphic things to her. It's terrible. And I don't want to be involved in a, a platform that allows that. And right now, YouTube's on the same page, nearly. I'm, about, I'm thinking about leaving there and switching over to my own platform. I mean, like, it's just a terrible place. The world's right in right now. Yeah, go ahead. Time out. Since we're talking about, like, the 10 years of marriage. This yeah, happened, go ahead. You knock me one more time we're for touching my phone. We're in a podcast. I'm doing him. We're in an interview. We're talking, man. Yeah, we are. But you know what? <laughs> you don't say knock I me. I am important, and people are texting me. That's the problem. And important. you. <laughs> Here we go. This is live on the air. And a live <laughs> argument on the air. Do you really want to go there? Yes. Can we with that right now? You can wait a couple more minutes and we're done. Really want to stick with that? 
Well, live on the air, folks. Thing, folks. Here we go. In ten years of marriage to this fool, <laughs> he still has not learned. <laughs> he doesn't learn. He mm -hmm. still this is gonna end at the argument. repeatedly makes the same mistakes over and over that piss me off. There we and go. you would think after 10 years, a person would learn right from wrong in a relationship. Right? You would think. You would think. Live on the air, guys. <laughs> you don't. Neither do you. Live on the air. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I do. Let's see. This is, this is like broadcast gold <laughs> you have no idea all I need right now is just like if you weren't a girl just a fist fight to happen <laughs> and I would be like yes we're not physically violent no people. no you're not you have thrown a water bottle at me that was fool when? never I don't never I'm just making stuff I'm up like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you'd have a better chance of telling people about me chasing you down the hallway to bust your butt like you were a seven-year-old child. Yeah, you did, though. I did. You deserved it. I'm the boss. Yeah. I want to ask you, I guess I'm going to ask you about this, because you guys are parents. You guys have been parents for, how old is Jackson now? 22. 22 years, and you've been a parent for 20, almost. Can you believe that? That just made me throw up a little bit. <laughs> right? I want to ask you what you think about parents nowadays. They suck. They do. I'll agree with that. Yep. They're like, uninvolved. They don't care. They're stuck in their own world. I deal with them all the time. Yep. And, like, I, I, you go to the store, you know, before this whole corona thing happened, and the kid would be screaming at the top of their lung, bloody murder. And I'd yell out, shut how up! Many, how many times have I been at the store or something, and <laughs> I'm talking, you can hear kids, I was over just screaming and yelling. Do you think you would have gotten away with that? Me? Yeah. Oh, heck no. Oh, there's zero chance my Jackson here. No. <laughs> and... You know what, though? You were, like, really good. I never had any issues with you like that. Like, I... I mean, of course, I had to take you, like, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And so... I never had issues with you like that. And if I did, I had a wooden spoon. Yep. One side had a happy face. The other side had a sad face. So... And you would... And I would start misbehaving and sort of smile and you'll start turning it. Yep. And if I got to the sad face, guess what that meant? That spoon was going to go on your rear That's end. That's funny. Nowadays, CPS, you know, likes to, you know, get involved in that kind Which of stuff. Which I, I honestly... Guess what? Doesn't make a lick of difference. And I hate no. that excuse. I don't understand. Discipline's a thing. And that's coming from... How a... many times have you threatened to call CPS on me? Never. I've never, because I know that nothing's going to happen. Exactly, I know a lot of them. And it, it's stupid that parents nowadays think that's going to happen. Like, kids nowadays, sorry, kids, they can't, like, you hit me, I'm calling, no, you're, they're not going to do anything. Discipline's a thing. I mean, I don't believe that a, a parent should have, you know, abused them and, you know, no, punched them in the face. Yeah, I used, and to, discipline versus I used to tell um, Jackson Garrett, they were never like this, but... There was someone close to them who called the police on their stepdad at one time. Sounds like me. Because he would not make the grilled cheese. <laughs> the police came out there and talked to him and told him, and he told the kid, you ever, don't ever do this again. I mean, he ripped him. I told him, 
I told the kids. I told the kids. Guess what? You know, y'all never do that. Guess what? If you do call the police, guess what? They're going to leave. <laughs> and it's still going to be me and you. If they're going to leave. Then they was going to happen. <laughs> oh, I had a police officer tell me one time when I was younger or that they were going to, they'd stand right here and watch my parents beat me. Yeah. Yep. Well, you can't say beat. I meant, like, discipline. Cause oh, no, oh, they, they said beat. Oh, that, that's Beat. Like, you can't, you know, punch them to the ground and make them bleed. They're, that's a different. That's not, that's not, that's not I, a little bit. How many times have I beat your ass and have I punched you down to the ground? Uh, <laughs> you've kicked me. I'm not kicking you. You have, and I caught your foot. That was in play. Really? Playing, you a... had a face of pure rage. I always have a face of pure rage. <laughs> it's a resting face. My resting, yes. <laughs> but yeah, you went to go kick me, and I caught your foot, and you almost fell back. I got cat-like reflexes. So don't do them right now, because I'm tired. I'm too tired to <laughs> try. Oh. Uh, but yeah. What else is there on the list? So in uh, 10 years, Rick, because I asked her this a, a while ago, in 10 years of being married to my mom, how have you changed? Lost, lost more hair. <laughs> and you're allowed to have more gray hair. More hair and more gray. I mean, she uh, does that. She's a very stressed... She really no, does I'm not stressful. <laughs> Y'all are stressful. Y'all make me cray cray. Um, how do I think? Well, I'm telling you, I've been married to very proud of your mom. Mm-hmm. Aww. Because she's I told worked, her that too. She's worked hard. Um, and it just shows you how... Well, I won't get to that. But... You'll get to it. Huh? It's your 10-year anniversary. You're no, live no, on the air. You were talking earlier how... how at things that happen in point A take you to point mm-hmm. M or whatever. You know, there's different, different steps. You know, for example... Um, the only reason she's where she's at right now, the only reason, is because I ran into a friend, a beautiful friend of me and her boss at the gas station. Really? Yep. yep. Yeah, I was telling him that she was in school. Because you guys never told me how you guys actually met. And I've always, I've always, I've always said it was Craigslist. No. no That's the joke. How we met is how, how she got there. I want to set next. I, I, I ran into a, a mutual friend of Mine and, and, and her bosses at the gas station. And we've known each other since elementary school, me and him. So we were just talking. You guys are best buds. Not me and your boss, me and the other guy. We've known each other since elementary school. We were just talking and um, told him that, you know, how she was, she asked what she was doing, how she's in the, the, the school, she's looking for an uh, internship, and, you know, just trying to do it. He goes, oh, well, I think I'm a. I think uh, Harry is looking for uh, somebody. He goes, let me, let me see what I can do. That'd be Trey Harris, not Harry. Well, that's what he called us. I know. And so, I mean, from that, and then I ran into, that started, and also ran into his wife at the time, a little bit later on. And she got with him to follow, she got with her husband and followed up. And that's how she ended up getting to where she is now. By happenstance, that I ran into our friend, we just talked about it. Could you imagine that? Other if you, that, if you, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't have been where she's at now. There's, could you think about that? Chance. Think about that. If Rick didn't go to the gas station, you would have never had a paralegal job. No, we went to the. I know exactly where it was. where you're at right now. Daddy's in Crowley. I know exactly where it was. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Wow. 
Shout out Crystal Sal. And see that the it just shows you how, how decisions you make and choices you make now how they affect things later on. Just like we said, for example, if your mom and I never met, she wouldn't be where she is now. You wouldn't be where you are now. I wouldn't, okay, I'll be honest with you. I probably wouldn't have thought about being in media and doing all this podcast, video, documentary. We would not have been destitute. We would have been in the ghettos, robbing places for food, (laughs) robbing trains. But I will, I know, I will admit, I will admit, mom, I will admit this. I honestly do think I I th- applaud Rick. I defend Rick all the time. Yep. If it wasn't for Rick, we would not be here. I agree. We would be, and I'm not saying that we would be in the slums. It, <laughs> I don't necessarily think if it was for Rick. I think if it was for our efforts together. Yeah. Because we've had a lot of ups and downs and all that. Every marriage does. Well, not like that, but I mean, just job-wise, financial-wise, you know, all kinds of stuff, I mean, every year, things are better and better, and as we're getting older, but, you know, it wasn't just me and all that, I mean, look at him, where he was, what he was dealing with, Mm -hmm. So here's another uh, personal example for you want of me. How tragedy takes you from point A to where. You know, when I was growing up, you know, wanted to talk to, you know, we talked about me and mom and talked about going to church and doing that and doing that and, and never did. Now, in 83, my brother was in the Navy and he got killed in the Navy. Mm-hmm. The pastor... Uh, it was at First Baptist of Crowley. He's the one that did the service. And we really liked the service. Mom and Dad were at the service, and we started going there. Um, then they couldn't do a whole lot because, you know, they owned a donut shop, and they couldn't go during the mornings and, and on Sundays and so forth. Well, the youth pastor, Robert Garrett, who I'm still friends with on Facebook, he's a, he's a pastor in North Carolina, he would come every Sunday morning and pick me up for church. And, you know, got involved in the youth group and, and so forth. And because of that, you know, I stayed in church and stayed with my friends in church. And um, that ended up leading to strengthening my faith. Because of that, you know, I have Tubal Jackson and Garrett are both good Christian guys, good Christian men. They know the Bible. They've been saved and so forth. Now, if he was never killed... If he was never killed, I would never ever go to church. Yeah. And I would definitely not be where I'm at now. I was I was a fun little kid. Didn't do drugs. Never did that. But I was I would not be where I'm at right now, faith wise. Nor would I have the kids where they are now. So I mean it just shows where certain things happen takes you where you are, whether it's my life, your mom's life, yours life, whatever. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. Wow. 
Alright, we're going to end this podcast with one last question. And for the ten years I've known you and been involved in this family, there's one thing I do not know. How the hell did you guys meet? Miraculously. No, I want a full answer. I went to church prayer group. And I was dressed as a nun. Is, is, is this true? <laughs> I want this to be... I, I'm not kidding. I don't know. I re- You know what I tell people? Feel. This is what I tell people. How did your parents meet? I legit, as a joke, because I'm a comedian that way, I say Craigslist. I don't know. My mom was looking for men, women seeking men. <laughs> he basically lied and said that he was rich and I no, was on com. <laughs> I don't believe that. Sugardaddy.com. It's legit. If you watch uh, no. Marrying Millions, you would know. No, that was and I don't he portrayed this. himself as a millionaire and I thought I was getting like nope. jackpot. No, no. So, nope. No money. No, no, no. I wonder how you guys met. Do you want me to tell him? Or do you no. Tell me. Live on the air. Ten years. I'm about to turn 20, and I don't know how my parents met. <laughs> we bumped into each other. I know how you and my biological dad met, okay? And he's not really my dad anymore. He's a piece of crap. I wonder how my parents met. I'll tell you. Tell me Tell me the, ver- tell me the version the you can tell. We cannot tell you. We're going to play it like Mary Millions. We can't tell you because it would cause a lot of problems and all that. But secretly, it was on. Just tell me, was it a dating app? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real deal. Okay. I'll tell you the real deal. Nobody deal. Yeah, but there's a lot more that's gonna come with the backlash of that if you go there. If you, if it's, if it's, because. Okay, you guys met in what? Oh eight, oh seven. You guys date? Oh nine. Wait, wait. When did you guys start? When did you guys start dating? Oh nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. And you guys dated for like a year, right? Eleven months. A year. And then you guys got married in oh nine. Ten. Ten. Okay. Sorry. Two thousand ten. Two thousand twenty. Ten years. Scotch. Math is not a strong suit. Why do you think I'm going into this industry? No. Look. Here's the deal. In all honesty. We met on a dating site. That's what I thought. Here's what happened. Shush. Okay. Our versions are going to be way different. This is not going to be the true version. <laughs> it's not built like that. It's my <laughs> version is the true version. No, it's not. It's, it's okay. Not. Okay, you know what? Yes, you please. Here's go, what first. Okay. go first. Go. I've approached her. I saw her on there and just for granted that I would... Which, by the way, which, which site, I was which, not on there looking for a mate. I was just on there to... I, I contacted her. What, yeah, okay. Just for grins, because I thought there's zero chance. Zero chance she's going to have anything to do with me, because I thought she was absolutely... So, which, which, which site was this? Doesn't matter. Not going E-Harmony? Anywhere. No. Match? It's, it's irrelevant. Okay, okay, so, okay. I thought there's zero chance she was the most beautiful person I've ever seen. There's no way she's going to contact me. So, I did it. <laughs> And she did for granted. She we we talked. I was drunk. And then of course we met one night, and then I went and we went had lunch the next day. Went to Mercado Juarez in North Fort Worth, and she was driving an IKEA, and it was full of blinds, blind stuff. Yeah. We went and ate there, and 
She sat across from me. She was wearing a black dress. I remember exactly what she was wearing. Um, and Layla, that was it. I mean, get away she, from the mic. And then nine, eight, nine months. Wait, later. you're forgetting though, like the in betweens. I'm just telling the basics. But you're forgetting all the in betweens. There's no in between. Oh, there's a lot of in between. With us. Yes, there is a lot of in between. Remember, this is this is a family friendly show. No, I was just saying, like, no, there was a lot of between. We went to Florida. Yeah. He oh yeah. He and the boys went to we their were, trip. Went on our vacation to St. Louis and he called me literally every flipping day. I sent her messages. And called every day. And then we got back. And I got sick. Remember that? <laughs> I struck through. Yeah, well, that's you liar. Like three weeks. Yeah, that's a liar. Now, did you know that she had a kid? Uh huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you did. Uh, but I had struck through when we got back from Florida for like three weeks. Well, we had struck through for three weeks. She was lying. She didn't want to have anything to do with me. I really did not. Um, I was really hung up on the age difference and uh. some other stuff. And. That's what. This is. Okay. This is why I hate dating. Listen, because this is this is, women are the same way now. I hate dating now because it's either you have to look like this in order for me to like you now. That's why I hate it. That's why I don't have no, any the, the age. You what? age? I bet you. Who cares? No, because they're thinking. Okay, we're eight years apart. I mean, he and I were from two different generations, pretty much. We don't have anything in common like that. We don't even like the same music. But guess what? This is what I believe in. This is what I believe in. I, that's who I want to meet. I want to meet somebody that is completely opposite of me. So that way I can introduce so them to the new... Don't have anything listen, listen, listen to me. You meet somebody that's different from you, that way you guys can share that and find a common ground. There is something between you guys that you guys both like. There is. There is. And you can say all day, I don't like kids' music. No one cares about music. No, but I'm just saying, I'm using it as an example. Like, we don't, we don't like the same music. There's a lot of things he thinks are stupid that I'm into, like, vice versa. For example, for example, you enjoy a little bit of rap. You like Eminem. You do. I like rap. You like rap. Like Rick rap. doesn't like rap. He can't stand it. No, he likes, like, 80s music. What, what's wrong with that? He can that? name every 80s song. <laughs> but. Literally, he can name... When we, as old, old house, painted a room, and all day long we're doing it together, and we had it on, and I remember that. every 80 song, the date, or year, or thing. <laughs> but and there is something that you guys have in common. Like, there are things you guys have in common. You guys both like baseball. There's one. One. Uh, what else? Um. Shooting. Shooting. You guys. You, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. The Mountains. Mountains. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of others. Because you guys are very... You guys don't talk to me ever. You guys don't. We don't. I talk all day. I don't want to talk to Yeah, exactly. But you... You're lucky I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, I know. But that's what a relationship's all about. That's how I think the strongest relationships are. You get two opposite the tract. You know? Oh, yeah, it is Paul Abdul. <laughs> I knew that. And that's it, how it works. You know, you are over here, you are more into the modern stuff, you know, more of today's kind of music for some reason. I don't like today's music, but. I don't like today's music. Whatever. I like the older stuff. 
Look at our playlist. It didn't have any of the newer stuff on it. It's all older stuff. But, but my my stuff is different from his. He's 80s. I'm 90s and. Ten years. Oh. I, mean, I like some. There's some 80s I like, but I mean. But it, that makes a lot of difference, and the things you're into, and the things you like, and the way you think of things, and you know, the way I think about certain things don't always agree with his thinking, and we kind of butt heads on that. But I mean, it's that not makes a big deal. I mean, every relationship, every relationship, you have to butt heads. You know, that's how it works. I, if you are in a relationship, yeah. If you if if you guys would just be like, all right, yeah, okay, it's not fun. Really? Yeah, that's why I have to keep him on his toes. But yeah. <laughs> She's a bitch. I know. That's his cat we're talking about. No, but in all seriousness, though, like. There are a lot worse things that could be going on within this house and thankful that there's not. And for the most part, like I said, he's lucky he survived 10 years. And he's Let's go for 10 more. But, you know... He's a godsend because he came in and stepped in and took over the role of tending to you, which you're my child if you need to explain more. And, you know, has supported all of our ventures and things we want to do and all that. I mean, we have our ups and our downs and all that like normal people do, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I mean, we sit here, we have a house, we've got nice cars to drive, we've got everything we need, everything we want, and then some, and we have AC. Right. That was, was it three weeks? Three weeks. And guess what? My office now... Doesn't have AC? I don't have AC right now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but... We... We're, you know, changing. We're in a different <laughs> era in life. You know, you're the age you are and doing your own thing. And we're the age we are. And, you know, we're moving on doing our thing. And that's what we have to do. And my focus right now is on my career and working. And, you know, that's something that I, I want to focus on. I, I've got bigger plans than what I'm doing right now. Mm. Which you'll find out about that in Mama Got Drama. Eventually when it comes out. I need to get a sponsor of Echo Damani to be my sponsor. I don't know how... Sponsorships are weird. I mean... If... Sponsorships are weird, you have to have a... Like... Because I've asked pe- tons of people about sponsorships, and like you had to have a certain amount of listeners and followers, and with drinks, and especially on podcasts, it's kind of weird to do. I mean, they can't see the product. That's true. But yeah. But I think you know, here's the thing. 
we are going to get it out. We are going to uh, get this rolling soon. And it's going to be fun. And can you go turn the microwave on for three minutes or so? We're about we're about done anyways. No, I know so it's only that. But um, I want I just I want to use that as an outlet. I want to use it as something that we can. Man, I'm very excited to be producing this one. Because I am producing it. And as the first one, like, I think I'm procrastinating because I'm kind of nervous about it. And let me tell you this, because when I started my other show, the one, became, the one that came before Trench Travel Live, I was scared to do it. I was. I mean, I'm scared, like, oh, my voice is going to sound terrible. I mean, my voice does sound terrible. But that's how it is. Um... And there's nothing to really to worry about. I've walked you through it thousands of times of what to say, what not to say, how to say it. It's And it's not even all that. It's just more or less... And there's no reason to be scared. It's... You're having fun. That's it. And guess what? If people don't like what you're saying, they don't have to listen. I think, I think part of the thing is, is I think once business gets back to usual, because right now things have been so crazy with the COVID and all that stuff, and I think once we get everything back to business as usual, it'll be easier because I'll have my regular thought process, vent process, everything like that of things I want to discuss and talk about. I mean, I've got lots of people in mind that I want to have on my show. And, I don't know, it'll be good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm too. You know I am. No, no. I just, I gotta get there. I've got crazy schedules and stuff, but I'm just tired, gummit. And you gotta fight through it. I'm doing it right now, fighting. I know. If I had my way, I would have been asleep like five hours ago. I mean, still at work? Yeah, I was trying to fall asleep in a chair. Hence why I bought a chaise lounge for my office, so I have a napping couch. All right. From home, maybe get used to a nap. <laughs> well, that's today's episode. I want to thank both of you for being on. It was a great, great episode. I told you it wasn't going to be that bad. How much money do we get? Uh, nothing. I'm not even getting paid right now. So, yeah. That's what sucks. We'll talk about that eventually in the future, of what sucks about having a podcast, because you can... We can make 15 million episodes, but yet it's depending on how many people are listening. And I haven't reached that limit yet. Well, when you're famous. I've already put you in my Oscar speech and whatever podcast award I'm going to get. Just make sure I get really nice handbags, shoes, and a car. How about just... I'll get you a grocery bag, um... A flip book thing and a uh, and a broken down car. Nice. All right, guys, I'm getting the cue from Rick. He's wanting to go to the bathroom, so he's wanting to eat. Yeah, that's the great food coming our way. That's today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. You guys want to shout out anything? Stay classy, San Diego. That's right. Shout out! Don't don't forget, Harris Law Firm. Yeah. 
divorce, child custody, adoptions, child support, CPS, wills, anything like that, hit me up. 60% of the time, it works 100% of the time. What? That made no sense. That was out of context completely. Guys, thank you guys for listening. I'm Trent Chapel. I don't know if 10 years is going to be the last year. Hey, you know, 10 years from now, you know how old we're going to be? Old. <laughs> I'll be 30. You'll be 30. Oh, uh, okay. Not even <laughs> we're, not, we're not going there. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Trent Chapel. <laughs> Have a good night.